when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Felonious Monk. Yeah, because I know what that is. It's a guy. Why do you want to start this off with the loneliest monk? Because either people hate it or love it. Why would you love this? It sounds, I guess I'm one of the people that hate it. it. It sounds like a musical stroke. Stroke of genius, maybe. Maybe. But also, it's I, I just, I don't know. That's I've been, That's the thing I saw, like... Eight months ago, and then I remembered it existed, and I just never looked it up, and then I found it again just randomly. It was brought to me by divine, divine power, if you will. I will. I'll go down this. I'll, I'll ask what divine power mayhap. Elon Musk, apparently. What? Yeah. Via Twitter. Yeah? Little warm-up pod. Little hour and a half warm-up. The, the thing is, I was told, I was like, who, we can pod? I'm not on time crunch bar TM. And then... I have to watch my uncle's dog with my aunt, my other aunt, not my uncle's wife, my aunt, but my aunt is in my uncle's sister, my aunt. Okay. And was well, so wait, hang I, on. So your uncle is doing something where he we, needs someone to watch his dog, right? He's presumably doing something with my aunt, his wife, to where they needed to get rid of the dog. So, for but a they need bit. two people to watch the dog. I think my aunt's there. Because what it makes it sound well, like is that you and your aunt are both watching the dog. I guess that Which is not make necessary. Sense. Plus, my grandma exists and also is capable of watching, but it's not her cross to bear. I understand that. What like, is this? Some like crazy Great Dane that no. needs two people He's to like handle it? He's like. Maybe 35 pounds. I can't remember what he is. There's no way you need two people for that. He's a pretty good show dog for agility. But other than that, I think that could, he, he might be too agile. That could, that's the thing. <laughs> he might be covered in grease and too agile. Oh. They say it's a dog, but it's actually just a really small pig. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be amazed for how high this dog can jump if it's a pig. Because pigs don't have knees. They're just, they're just all Cotton Hill. They're just shin. I thought you would have gotten the hint when we told you his name was Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> For oh, some reason, no. you thought it was a dog. I did think it was a dog. <laughs> and so it was like bacon. He's like, we we never said it was a dog. Not once did we say. I don't know why you thought it was a dog. I ate a carrot today. Yeah. Yeah. Raw. Can you see better a in the bit. dark? Not yet. I haven't no. carroted enough, but eventually I will be able to. I'll be like a predator with his <laughs> eyes. It's fucking thermal vision. <laughs> Really, you think Predator as an alien is just a big carrot? I think that would almost annoy me if I was in the dark, but I, I had thermal vision that I couldn't turn off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's annoying in fucking video games when it's always on. You need to have the toggle ability for it. Yeah. There's a mission in COD 4, like in the campaign where you'd have it on, and every time you're allowed to take it off... Or, like, you were in a house where you could see without it on. You're like, thank fuck. That shit sucks. <laughs> I read a thing about the U.S. having weird ownership of uh, really high-tech quality scopes in, like, max frames per second, whatever the fuck. Yeah. At For nighttime scopes for rifles. And apparently the U.S.'s quality of it is way beyond every other country's. It's not thermal vision. It's just, like, actual night vision. Well, it's, like, thermal vision, but it's really good. 
It's like stupidly good. I just keep imagining I'm like trying to sleep at night and then I I just like open my eyes and there's just like heat spots all over the place. And I'm like, I, it's why is it so bright in here? I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, it'd be terrible to wake up. The entire room it. is red. You wake up and you can't see. It's white. It <laughs> <laughs> would be fun. You look at the sun, you're gone. The I whole would... sky would be that, though, because it's all bright and full of full of hot air. Well, I imagine it turns off in the in brightness. It's like a like a transitioning like sunglass. Like an auto-darkening welding mask. Yeah, it, it kind of turns. Yeah, we have the exact same example. Yeah. But we're from two different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I never in a million years would reference an auto-darkening welding the mask. Best. I didn't even know that was a thing, of but it makes it's sense. A thing. Yeah, it makes sense now that I think about it because to, it's really bright when you're welding. And then you try to weld without the old ones that are just always dark, so you can't see where you're starting. That sucks. The auto darkening one's very helpful. Well, you just you just hold your hand off like way to the side, and then like turn the welding thing on, and then slowly bring it down to the metal so you can see. You can't. I'm saying like the thing you see is pitch black all the time as opposed to the auto darkening one where you can see when you start and then you start and then it's stupidly bright and then it darkens yeah but i'm, I'm saying it, it, it the thing makes it stupidly bright so you can see through it right when it's that bright god i think so yeah so what you do is you start the welder off to the side and then, but then you it's, start it so it's really bright it's and not then gonna, you use that the, as a flashlight to guide you to the starting point the brightness isn't because the well it's just pushing out wire it has nothing to do with... Uh, oh, it has nothing to do with the welder itself. It's because of the heat the touching the metal. The conductivity of the wire and the whatever you're welding together. Gotcha. Is this a welding podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was just thinking, like, I would be lying there trying to go to sleep, and then I'd be looking, and I'm like, finally, it's pitch black. There's no, there's no heat for me to sense. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but, like, it's not bothering me. Correct. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> just, just like a gas of red comes out from under me and I'm like, great. No. <laughs> God damn. How long does it take for that to disperse? I always wonder, do you ever, how often do you remember your dreams? Uh, Not very. For the past five days, I've remembered it like at least two or three. I don't dream a lot. Stupid. That's what you think, but you do. But then it's, that's what I think. Everybody dreams, but it's, you know, it's whether or not you remember it. Well, you would. Anytime I dream, I remember it when I wake up. Like you, you, you slowly you forget it, but but there's there's a weird two to three times before I'm supposed to get up, I'll wake up, and then it gets you into just a slight amount of whatever, not like total REM sleep, but like I feel like there's a higher retainability for like those short little bursts of sleep. Yeah, well, I I always wake up in the middle of the night because I got I got the bladder of a bug, of a bug. Oh, I've heard that. I've got a bladder of a water bug. What if? <laughs> Water bugs have really small bladders. Which is weird, because you think that if they're called a water bug, they'd probably consume a lot of it. Yeah, but just based on their size, I'm not saying my bladder and a water bug's bladder are, like, equivalent based on the sizes of our bodies. I'm saying my bladder is the size of a water bug's bladder, which is, like, a pin. So it's not, like, the scale of it. Correct. Okay. If you took a bladder out of a water bug... And put it in me, that's my bladder. You should really get that looked at. That's like nothing. You probably get that much water from food. You just I, never have liquids. I get that much water from... If I took an eyedropper yeah. and did one little squeeze, my bladder's half full already. That's haunting. 
So I, so I, uh, let me tell you, I'm a master of waking up in the middle of the night. I think it should happen way more than just once. I don't think you should be able to sleep. I pee myself a lot. You have to sleep upside down or something. I pee myself a lot. I'm peeing constantly. Well, that can't be that big of an issue because it's not a lot. But there, I, I don't know. I don't think it's good either way. Well, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, imagine you just have your pants, right? You're sitting down and then you take an eyedropper. And you drop one drop onto your pants, and you're like, okay, whatever. That'll dry up. But then, like, four seconds later, you drop another drop. Four seconds later, you drop another drop. Eventually, it takes a while, but eventually, you're like, okay, I'm a little bit annoyed by this. I'm I'm getting a little bit wet down there. (laughs) That's why I wear five pairs of underwear, so the the pee never gets all the way through to my pants, and no one can see it. I'm constantly uncomfortable. Do you remember those stupid YouTube videos where people would just try to wear a bunch of shirts? Yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. It's because you were in five pairs of underwear. But that, like, the whole video would be people like, this guy wore 700 shirts. How do you even have that many shirts? Who, yeah, you have to custom make shirts for, from big, from even bigger people. Yeah. I wonder what the, what do you think the record is for most t-shirts worn at a time? Six. Well, it's not that, so... Oh, uh, too high five. Teesh. <laughs> Born at once. It's only 260. What? And this... Well, because what happens, though, is you get larger size t-shirts, and they're meant for that larger sized... <laughs> they're meant for larger sized people, but they don't account for how thick the neck gets when you put shirts on. Normal shirts don't account for that. They account for, like, a bigger neck for bigger people, but not that big. So, I think that and then, like, the back area is where it gets, like, way too big. Okay. So, you can only have so many. So, like, you do have to custom make the shirts. Ted wore shirts ranging from medium up to two, up to 20X. 20X. So, is that, that's the question of, like, do they have to do this for the thing or is that? That is not an actual size if you. (sighs) Biggest. T-shirt size. It's got to be a thing. People are fucking terrible. A website called Big Dude Clothing goes up to 10XL. So uh, probably 20XL is a thing. You think? What does 10XL fit for weight class? I I don't... Weight class? (laughs) I think it's more of a distribution thing. I don't think it matters how much you weigh. I'm saying what size are the 600-pound life people wearing? Do they wear shirts, or are they just all shirtless? A lot of times they wear... Wraps? Hospital gown things. Okay. Or, like, a female type of dress that's just... It's just, like, a dress, basically. That's or they, I guess they probably put on... You know, there's things that exist that are, like, one size fits all. They probably Shirt wear that stuff. size. Clothes for the morbidly obese. Five, six, seven... Kingsize.com is the premier place to get clothes for the super morbidly obese. They go up to 10XL, which is really, really big. <laughs> I am a longtime customer. Oh, God. What? <laughs> what? And got a lot of stuff from there. Once you get down to 5X, shopping gets much easier. Ew. Once you get, once you are shopping king king size shirts, you never go back. If you need formal clothes and cannot afford tailor-made, bigman.com sells suits for up to size 74. What? I think 74 is like the chest measurement. Oh, okay. That's not the... 5XL and 60 inches closer to 400 pounds than 600. I weigh about 415 now. 
and wear 58 inch size pants and in between five four x and five x that's crazy so five xl so like 10 xl has got to be for like literal 500 550 pound people yeah so it definitely doesn't go up to 20 that's crazy Generally, those weighing around 600 pounds might need closing sizes ranging from 6X to 10X or more. And I think that's where the distribution of fat comes into play. But see how this one's just like a bed sheet, essentially? <laughs> yeah. So that's... I guess you have to do I that. weigh 400 pounds and my distribution of fat is that all of it is in my feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's going to want to fucking see you naked. So like, just wrap a bed sheet around her. Well, at that point, are you even seeing a naked human, or are you seeing... Either way, you're going to want to kill it. Like a, a brood mother, like a giant yeah. slug. <laughs> you're seeing that uh, that thing from Bugs Life, that really big worm. Yeah, the hut type of caterpillar. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that the, hev- the heaviest human ever recorded was born in 1941. Like, that hasn't been topped. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he you would think it would be more recent. Pounds. You would think it would be actually up to date. Like, the heaviest person ever is still alive right, right. now. He made it to 41. What the fuck? What was his weight? 1,400 pounds. Jesus. And then he was in the hospital for two years on a diet from the doctors and lost 900 pounds. That's impressive, actually. And then left the hospital and... Died. <laughs> gained 300 pounds and then died. I mean, if you're going to lose 900 pounds, you got to just be like, I can do anything. <laughs> I'm the only person in history who's ever lost 900 pounds. He's also the only person that's, yeah, he's lost 900 pounds and still weighed 500 pounds. I lost m- more weight than the second I, heaviest person on the planet ever. I lost 900 pounds and I'm still about the size of three and a half men. <laughs> In 1950 standards, 600 calorie a day diet of only vegetables. Pure. I'm gonna start buying 10x T-shirts and wearing them. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I guess the problem is now is you you catch it sooner. You know what I mean? People aren't allowed to get really big. This guy was an English goalkeeper. I wonder why. <laughs> he just stand in front of the goal. Yeah, that's cheating. What the fuck? He died at 39 too. What the hell? Okay, he only weighed 700 pounds. He was the heaviest person up to that point in history. Okay. That's pretty cool. How do they bury him? How do they bury him? Despite the the coffin, big hole. Despite the coffin being built with wheels to allow easy transport and sloping approach being dug to the grave, it took 20 men half an hour to drag the casket into the <laughs> trench. Into the God. trench. Someone was walking by and they're like, oh, are you starting a new landfill? And they're like, uh-uh. The Lambert's corpse rapidly began to putrefy. There was no question of his body being returned to Leicester. And so on the 22nd of June, it was placed in an elm coffin, six feet, four inches long, four feet by four inches wide, and two feet by four inches deep. Built on wheels to allow it to be moved, the coffin was so large that to wheel it out of the inn and to the open burial ground at the rear of St. Martin's Church, the window and the wall of the apartment were demolished. <laughs> at some point, you gotta be like, I'm sorry, but we gotta, we literally have to take off his limbs. It would just be easier. We're just going to burn down the house. He looks really stout in this painting. He looks about three feet tall. <laughs> That's a painting. Do you see that thing I sent you? Um, that, when? It was a while ago. That thing on the ladder, that math question almost. Maybe it's in the, 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 the group chat. Yeah, that. This guy, where it says, for every... Four feet up, place the base of your ladder one foot from the wall, and the ladder's one foot from the wall. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy's from the top of the roof to about the middle of the three foot. So that guy's two and a half feet tall. <laughs> and nobody points this out. <laughs> I was just I'm like, there's no way that guy's... He shouldn't be doing this. This guy's two and a half feet tall and he's working in construction. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a thematic ladder for him. They were like, hey, go climb that four foot tall house. Like, you got a boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's on like a kid's. They're like a like children's a dollhouse. Equipment. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Someone could easily just like climb up onto it, just step up onto it. But they're like, no, we need to give him something to do. Hey, hey, John, go climb that. And he goes, you got it, boss. <laughs> I'll do it for you. You know, fixing dollhouses is my specialty. (laughs) I'm now in the rabbit hole of fat British men. Oh, that's cool. This guy was an iron puddler. A what? Was a worker in iron manufacturing who specialized in puddling, an improvement. Oh, of course. To convert pig iron into wrought iron with the new use of reverberatory furnace. I don't think any of the words you just said are real. No, I don't know what pig iron is. Crude iron. Wrought iron? Iron alloy. Reverberatory furnace? That was a... I said it wrong. Is it just something that moves back and forth? Reverberatory furnace. Same thing. It's just something that moves back and forth really fast and is hot. Is a metallurgical or process furnace that isolates the material being processed from contact with the fuel, but not from contact with combustion gases. The term reverberation is used here in the generic sense of rebounding or reflecting, not in the acoustic sense of echoing. Oh, I got it wrong. I used the wrong sense. This guy was six foot nine. He doesn't look that fucking tall in that thing. Then he just have that two foot five guy stand by him. (laughs) That's crazy. To be 6'9 and be born in 1795? Holy shit. Well, that's stupid. Occupations. Iron puddler and shingler. No shit. You're 6'9. Most homes are that size. Known for his great size, weight, and strength. No way. This is the guy. He's a shingler. And he's like, I can't shingle the dollhouse because it's too short. We need John. His wife and daughter died. Cool. And then his son died. And then he married somebody else and didn't have kids. And it's like, if anybody needs to have kids, it's this guy that's fucking six foot nine. But he's also f- big. He's a bit of a chunker. I don't know. That's what if I, that's the proper term. It doesn't say anything about his weight. He's just huge. Obviously, you're going to be big. If you're not, you're not from Sudan and six foot nine, you're probably going to be pretty socky. Oh. Maybe he had stocky home syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you deserve that. <laughs> What the fuck? After he left the ironworks, he exhibited himself around county fairs as the largest man in Britain, appearing under the pseudonym John Bull. His name is John, too? That's the name of the short guy. Is it? The short guy that does the ladder on the houses. John and John. God. A family company. 1850 saw the birth of Alfred Darby II, who Wikipedia's like, hey, we don't have a Wikipedia page on him, want to help? Of course. A descendant of the Darby family, which was to be celebrated by a procession. He was chosen to lead the procession on horseback along with Little Beanie Pool. Oh, Little Beanie Pool? The smallest man working at the Cole Brookdale Company riding a pony. Because of his size, he had to be hoisted on the horse with a block and tackle. With a cry of... Why I he said. Dunno, yo, drop me. 
Afterwards, the horse, the horse was so injured it had to be destroyed. What? That's what it says, right after that stupid quote. It says, afterwards, the horse was so injured it had to be destroyed. Okay, first, I've got a lot of questions about that sentence. First question, why was the horse injured? Because the guy's huge. I thought he was small. The other guy was on a pony, though. And this big guy was on a horse. Oh! And they had to, like, fucking pull and lever, or levy. Oh, okay, I thought they had to, they had to, uh, I thought you were talking about the small guy the no. entire time. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, my next question, what does it mean to destroy a horse? <laughs> <That's what> I- <laughs> <laughs> it actually, it links the biography of... The horse? Of the guy. Oh. His sturdy horse had to be destroyed after the... Why pers- do you keep saying that? I don't know what that means. His sturdy horse had to be destroyed after the procession because Billy's weight had broken its back. Apparently it's not that sturdy. You can't just heal the horse? I, I get that you broke its back and that's not very cool. That's uncouth, I would say. But you would gotta destroy the horse? Now this one says he was only five foot nine inches tall. That one makes a lot more sense. This guy looks like a fucking... I'm so like... I keep thinking about it. So this guy sat on the horse. For some reason, they thought this guy's really fat and he can't get on a horse. He weighs five hundred sixty pounds. So heaviest. So maybe we should put him on a horse anyway, because the horse will be fine. And then he breaks the horse's back. So did when he sat on the horse, did the horse immediately like collapse, or was the horse like toughen it out? And then they found out that the horse's back was broken after. There's so, there's so, I keep getting, it had to be destroyed. Because <laughs> I'm imagining this horse laying there in pain. And they're like, that horse has to be destroyed. And they just tie a bunch of, like, dynamite to it and blow it up. Like, really? That's how you're going to end its misery is by destroying it? Here's a little message to all his, always with safety glasses. He worked at horse hay for 40 years for the company and was known to be very strong. Billy, as he was known, lifted on his own without any mechanical aid. A piece of iron from the ball furnace weighing almost 900 pounds in weight. Or 900, what? 900 weight to place under a forge hammer. He only left the ironworks after being blinded in one eye by a piece of molten iron. From that time on, he wore thick lens glasses. Yeah, in, in 1850, he was chosen as one of the two men to lead a procession to celebrate the birth of Alfred Darby II. So it's a fucking kid. Fucking idiots. Big Billy Ball, because of his massive bulk, had to be hoisted onto the horse by a specially constructed system of pulleys and blocks. Whilst his co-leader, Little Beanie Poole... <laughs> I like sm- that they're like teammates. As the smallest man... <laughs> In the employ of the Cole Brookdale Company was mounted on a pony for contrast. Billy was said to exclaim as he mounted, Dunno yo drop. It's so stupid. Don't you drop me. It, it could be fucking typed out a little better as to how that's <laughs> supposed to be read. Yeah, don't you drop me. His, his sturdy Dunno yo drop it goes, me. It goes immediately into the fucking... His horse then had to be destroyed. <laughs> it doesn't talk about anything in detail. What the fuck? <laughs> They just got rid of him. <laughs> we must so destroy the horse. <laughs> Please destroy the horse. And then John Bull is to Britain as what Uncle Sam is to America. What? Look, it was for a World War One recruiting poster. <laughs> John Bull is a national personification of the United Kingdom, especially in political cartoons. It was meant to be like the common man, but it was kind of based on this guy. Oh, okay, it was the origin thing, but I don't know why it links to this, then. I want to know Maybe why was- his horse was destroyed. 
Okay, he took the name John Bull because people in Britain knew it. They'd be like a giant fucker in America being going around in like fairs being named Uncle Sam. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. His, he's not actually my uncle, is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. How are horses destroyed? There is a horse incinerator. But that doesn't, that would sound, they would, they would definitely use the word incinerated if they could, based yeah. on how liberal they are in the usage of destroyed. Most humans can re- easily recover from broken legs. Why can't horses? Because they, they, they're born to walk. They can't just rest until their leg is healed. The problem is because their bones have become lighter. They're very strong to carry the weight, yet they're light for them to be able to go fast. So unfortunately, sometimes when they break, they just shatter. <sighs> so yeah, that uh, horse had to be destroyed. <laughs> If what does any, that mean? If anything, the horse had to be destroyed. <laughs> we launched the horse into the sun. It's crazy. It's gone. It's still insane to me that they thought this man can't get on a horse himself. Maybe he should still be on the horse. Yeah, he's too fat. <laughs> Little beanie pool got on his just fine. Little beanie pool. His pony's having a grand old time. And that guy wasn't even famous or anything. He's just a short little British man. <laughs> If you type in a little beanie pool, nothing comes up. Oh, that's so sad. This guy does. <laughs> what is that guy? His uh, little beanie pool. Pool pirate's bobble hat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's him today. <laughs> 300 years later. I still like that they were partnered together. They're like, they're partners in crime. These he, two. he did the contrast. Like, if you, if you can't reach something because you're too tall and fat, I'll do it. While Minoc was re- was, the, was the heaviest person in history, Robert Earl Hughes holds the record, according to Guinness World Records, for the largest precisely measured weight of a human at 1,069 pounds. They never really lived that long. That's, that's a surprise. It's got to be a sign of something. He remains the heaviest human in the world able to walk without need of assistance. He weighed 1,071 pounds. Probably because they weigh them and they measure them and they do all this stuff and then they go, that guy needs to be destroyed. He was a fat fucking baby. He was born 11 pounds, 4 ounces. So he was destined to be the biggest guy. Jesus. At age 6, he weighed 175 pounds. <laughs> at 10, he weighed 380. So this guy's born at 11 pounds. Uh, that killed his mom, right? You'd think. During his <laughs> lifetime, he was the heaviest human on Earth. Unlike most people of a great weight, he was not bedbound and holds... To this day, the heaviest, the record of the heaviest human to walk. His extreme weight was attributed to a ruptured thyroid gland. He reached a peak weight of 1,071 pounds with a chest measured at 10.3 feet instead of saying the inches at fucking decimals. You said this guy's name is uh, Robert? Robert Earl Hughes. R-E-H. A a ruptured thyroid gland. Isn't that like the exact same thing that happened to Robert Wadlow? That was, uh, no. He had a thing in his foot. And his was caused by a pituitary gland this year. pituitary gland. That's why. Yeah, okay. But that didn't kill him. It was because he was tall. Little tall boy. Yeah, he had too much HGH. His great size and his continued growth in adulthood was due to hypertrophy of his pituitary gland, which results in abnormally high levels of human growth hormone. Yeah, I knew knew it was his his shoes or something like that. So one gland was busted and he got tall, and then a different gland was busted and that guy got fat. I'd rather be the tall guy, honestly. I wouldn't want to be either of them. A faulty brace irritated his ankle, leading to an infection. He was treated with a blood transfusion and surgery, but in, but in con- his condition, oh, but his condition worsened due to an autoimmune disease. He died in his sleep. Then it doesn't talk about the autoimmune disease, which you 
Well, he probably had every autoimmune disease known to man. I don't think so. But, like, I think they'd give the example of the... Unless they treat... But it's not an autoimmune disease. It's caused by, like, a tumor on his... It's not a tumor. No, no, it very much is a tumor. <laughs> Stop saying that. Dies after brief illness. I wish that was me. <laughs> it doesn't talk about... All these articles are terrible, too. They're all from, like, local news stations. Uh, the Today in History, that's all this man died, so you're not going to get any in-depth fucking information. <laughs> Guinness said that Wadlow was taller... Ugh, taller than a grizzly bear standing on its hind legs, and that it is unlikely any human will grow taller than him. Oh yeah, the Titanic's unsinkable. <laughs> Fuck the fucking Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, to be fair, they're not wrong. It is unlikely that someone grows taller than him, right? Oh yeah, let's live on the- let's add something to an article that's technically, you know, it's <laughs> improbable. Well, it's the Guinness Book of World Records, and they needed, like, three sentences to describe the record, and they couldn't think of any. So they're like, well, this is true, technically. God. <laughs> Someone grows is taller that guy than from him. Rochester still alive? Igor? Igor? Yeah. No, he's dead. He died is a couple he? years ago. Tallest man in the U.S. Oh, wow. He's also the world's biggest Obama supporter, according to this shirt. Also, he's hardly from the U.S. He was born in, like, Russia, right? Ukraine. He wants the same thing. Yeah, basically the same thing. <laughs> he was 38, Jesus. Tumor pressing on his pituitary gland causes it to secrete abnormal levels of growth hormone. Yeah. I... Classic. Now, do you keep growing then? What do you mean? Because you can inject growth hormone. Not that much, probably. I doubt much, it would probably. make you taller. You can, I guarantee you, you can get a way more potent injection of growth hormone than it would be caused by a fucking tumor. Yeah, but I bet you that kills you. But th then, yeah, but what's stopping fucking short people? I guess it has to be... But it's said in Robert Wadlow's thing that he passed the tallest man in history a year before his death. Yeah. So even, like, when he was, like, 26, 27, he was still getting taller. Right. So the theory sh should be that you can just keep getting taller by injecting growth hormone. And I don't think that's how it works. I, I, I think if you... HGH makes you taller. Let's see. Once your pl growth plates have fused, okay, so that's it. Is there's that, no that never fusion happened. of your growth plates because he he's was constantly growing. Gotcha. Got it. But if you were to administer HGH from the moment you're born, yes, yeah, so from like puberty on, you're just gonna keep getting taller. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> is, is that what you're gonna, you're gonna have a kid now and do that? Oh, even with that, I'm still never gonna have a kid. <laughs> Only for experiments. <laughs> I'm going to prove just to tell the Guinness Book of World Records to go fuck themselves. <laughs> as soon as your your kid is uh, 15 and is six and a half feet tall, I think something's going to happen and you're going to get arrested. <laughs> six and a half feet's not even that tall. Yeah, but for that age, that is very tall. A lot of... No, it's not. Seven and a half feet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when they're six and are seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> That'd be awesome, having just a giant baby. You look you look at your kid, and you're like, okay, your father's getting arrested now, but just promise me while I'm away, you will keep injecting keep this every day. Keep taking those vitamins. <laughs> he has a Wikipedia page. Let's hear about Igor. Briefly taking the record from George Bell. Oh, great. Another white man steals something from an African-American. Briefly taking the record? What, did he take it back? George Bell's the tallest man in the United States at 7 feet 8 inches tall. Yeah, so Igor, Igor won when he... But then he died. Oh, at least he died a winner. 
Good on you, Igor. Causes excessive growth hormone secretion during childhood. He said he does not suffer from other effects of gigantism, such as enlarged heart, although he does have to take med- some medicines for the rest of his life. I don't even know why it came up, but I remember specifically when I was younger, we were camping and we were in a swimming pool, and my aunt was talking about him. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Igor? He died in Rochester. That's They're like, crazy. the tallest guy in Rochester. Everyone knows this. Originally from Ukraine, Wolf. Kovinsky moved to Rochester, Minnesota, you poor bastard. Wait, because that's where the Mayo Clinic is. 1989. So he was six feet tall when he was seven. Nice. That's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he was six feet tall when he was seven, and I was six feet tall never. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of nuts. Is this person still alive? Does that mean height? Oh, I thought yellow meant living, but yellow means height disputed. Yellow means jaundice. Oh, yeah, it's this Turkish guy. It's been this Turkish guy for a while, I feel. He doesn't look Turkish. Oh, it's because he has this thing draped around his body that says Iceland. All of it's kind of stupid. <laughs> Why is he wearing an Iceland shirt? All of it's really dumb because it's all uh, it's all the same cause. It's just a tumor that... Uh, it's just a tumor. That affects your pituitary gland. There's never anybody that's like, we don't know why he's this tall. But it's probably the pituitary gland. Yeah, they all have an explanation of it. <laughs> well, because the pituitary gland is the one that gives you the hormone to grow. What I mean, what else do you want it to be? I want somebody to be tall for a different and cooler reason. Because they intentionally went through the surgery to heighten themselves by 30 feet? I don't know. Since the day he was born, we've been breaking his legs and <laughs> regrowing them longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like foot binding, but for height. Just squeeze a kid, leg unbinding, <laughs> Tor- like the the torture when you lay him down on the stretcher and pull. We've done this to him every day. <laughs> this guy, Angus Macaskill, is the oh. tallest non-pathological giant, and I think it's that's the. I think non- Angus Khan would be a cool name. Non-pathological giant is like j- the the ones that cheat. So patholo- it's the people with tumors. This guy didn't have a tumor. So this guy was seven feet nine inches tall and didn't have a fucking tumor. That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. What did he have? Cause of death, brain fever. Because I'll have what he's having. He had brain fever. Brain fever? So his brain was hot? Isn't it just... Shouldn't we just attribute his height to the fact that he probably had a, a tumor? And they just couldn't find it? He lifted a ship's anchor weighing 2,800 pounds to chest height. That one I doubt. The British are notorious liars. Yeah, I want I want more people. To, I want some education on this. It's kind of hard once he's dead. But then what? <sighs> you, I think all the information that's out there is all the information we're gonna get. He was the strongest man, the tallest. Okay, this is this is citing information from the 1981 edition of the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, good. That's reliable. So let's just not you know say it's correct. But it is there. It is something. There's a lot of Chinese. There's a lot of Chinese people, and there's a lot of tall Chinese people. There's a very tall North Korean, which I think is pretty funny. And he's named after Michael Jordan. He's believed to be the tallest person in North Korea. That'd be scary if there was a taller North Korean person. Imagine being seven foot nine and trapped in North Korea. You if you're seven you, foot you, nine, you're not trapped. You're there by will. You, you definitely can't be there. I mean, you can't escape. That's a sad thing. You're never gonna make it out. You don't think? I think you could just. It's walk hard enough out. to make it. It's hard enough to make it when you're in a normal size looking Korean, but there's a, only one that's above fuck even six feet tall. I think if you're basically eight feet tall, you can do whatever you want. 
I think you can think just walk out. Mm. I, I think you can just walk out and no one will do anything. What do the blue ones mean? There's so many colors for this. Because he walks up to like a border guard, right? That's stopping him from leaving. And sure, this guy's like got a gun, but he's got it kind of holstered. Maybe he's pointing it at him because someone's approaching him. But the guy goes, hey. You know, he's like, he's been befriending this dude. And he goes, hey, what's up? And the guy goes, uh, you're not supposed to be out here. I could get in trouble if I see you out here. Like, I, I don't want to have to shoot you because, like, we hang out all the time, dude. Like, we play Xbox. If that's... <laughs> we play Xbox on the North Korean server where you can only play with other North Koreans. And the guy goes, yeah, um, about that. I'm going to China. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, le- I'm going to China right now and I'm not coming back. And the guy goes, well, no, if you try to cross the border, I will actually have to shoot you. And he goes... No, and he just takes the gun. <laughs> he just slaps the guy to the side. Because I'm leaving, actually. I think that's exactly how it would have went if he tried to go. And then he would have walked into China and they're like, We're being invaded. I don't know how, but the North Korean has the North Koreans have giants and they're invading us. And I think people would shoot missiles at him and he would just grab the missiles out of the air and <laughs> throw them to the side. And he goes, I'm not invading you. I just want to play on Chinese Xbox. I think he would trip and then die. <laughs> I think that's what happens to most tall people like that. <laughs> this guy was in silent films. He was seven foot four. And he's from Minnesota. And he's Norwegian. Everyone talls from Minnesota. Most of them are from places nobody wants to be from. And then they go to Minnesota. I don't know. This seems like it'd be one of the uh, grass is always greener things. I don't. Nobody How wants, so? Nobody wants to be this tall, though, so it might not be the grass is always greener thing. In fact, the grass looks less green the further away from it you get because you're tall. Does that change the color? Yeah. You never seen, you never looked at grass, you and your six foot nine perch, and then you go down and you lay next to the grass and you're like, wow, the grass is greener down here. It's always greener down here. <laughs> That's with that voice. <laughs> the grass is always. That's what I was. That's what you sound like. I think is it? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because like I sound like this, and then you're like, the grass is always greener down. They're selling Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> the grass is always greener. <laughs> I don't know. That's what you sound like. That's a perfect replication of your voice. You need to keep looking up weird humans. This is a weird humans podcast. Brought to you by the Titans. Maybe you should look up yourself. Uh, yeah, ruin the, ruin the joke. No, sorry, I'm saying... No, I already forgot it, and it wasn't funny. Oh, so, so I, I didn't ruin it, it. I yeah, saved well, you. Well, it, it wasn't funny because you, you interrupted me, so... This episode's brought to you by the Titan Submersible. Oh, no, you didn't know what I was going to say. <laughs> There's a book called The Weirdest People in the World. I thought if you could just type in weird humans, you'd get a list of weird humans. This isn't fun. No? It's another attribute widest i think you're just gonna get fattest though <laughs> it's the same guy we already talked about yeah exactly it's not fun um biggest longest nose i bet there's like a pinocchio looking guy but he's either indian or jewish there's just too many indian people what if he's a jewish indian couldn't be <laughs> no no he's turkish he's got a long nose <laughs> was a turkish of jewish descent okay look at how that's worded Mehmet, whatever the fuck. Doesn't seem right. Ozrek. He's confirmed as having the world's longest recorded nose. His nose measured 8.8 centimeters, 3.5 inches, when it was last measured in March 18th, 2010. That's not as long as I was hoping for. 2010? What? He also claimed to have a better sense of smell than the average person was able to... Okay. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. (laughs) This 18th century man had the world's largest nose. Thomas Wadhouse. 
was an English circus performer who had lived in the 18th century. I want to see pictures. There's no way. Just wait. I want to see if this is real. Is there are no historical r- accounts of Thomas Wetters, who lived in England during the 1770s and was a member of the Traveling Freak Circus, who had a nose measuring 7.5 inches long. See, that's what I want. Also, speaking about the world record, Thomas was posthumously titled the man with the largest nose. As per the latest Guinness World Records website, the longest nose on a living person is for whatever the fucking Turkish guy we just I'm sorry, about. does a dead person have a longer nose? I was very happy with blah, 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 blah. As per reports, the photo of Thomas was a wax reproduction of his head, which is kept at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Meanwhile, soon after the tweet was shared, comments began pouring in. It's it's been historically documented that he was, in fact, the only one who could smell what The Rock was cooking. Okay, good one. That's not funny. No, it's this guy. Oh, I've seen that guy before. Have you? Yeah, I've definitely seen that picture before. (laughs) That's hilarious. There's no way that's healthy. Oh, no, definitely not. He had sinus problems his entire life. Thomas Wetters, what are we doing? But he could smell what The Rock was cooking. I hate people. (laughs) I hate how boring people are. (laughs) I don't even understand what that means. Is that a thing that he said when he was wrestling? Yeah. So I I do understand what it means. (laughs) And then this is the Turkish guy. That's pretty funny, but that's less cool. Was this up when I showed you it? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes the advertisement for a new bed set yeah this would just be like you'd just walk past that guy be like that guy's a huge nose but it would be something that's like you wouldn't guess that that's the biggest nose yeah you'd be like that guy's nose is really big but the other guy you look at it and you go wow that guy's nose is <laughs> <laughs> now you have to i want to know what was wrong with thomas wetters what causes that that's not a maybe it's a it's probably the pituitary thing <laughs> probably what the fuck? He's chiefly known for having the world's longest snow, which allegedly measured 7.8 inches long. There's a good drawing of him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like like a, uh, like a whale like a shark. Fish. <laughs> like a flat, like one of those bony goldfish. Or what is it, an elephant fish? Art- articles of the period remarked that he re- appeared to be intellectually disabled, referring to him as an idiot. His brain was in his nose. Owing to an... Owing to an... Own... Huh? No, it is owing. Owing to an unknown condition, perhaps related to his unusual Did facial deformity. Did you just not know how to pronounce O-W-I-N-G? It just, it didn't, I didn't, the follow-up didn't make sense to me until it. <laughs> so, here's my theory, There's then. also fucking barely any information on this. My theory is, you know how your nose is long enough where you can see it with your eyes, but because it's constantly there and you don't need it, your eyes and your brain... Just kind of pretends it's not there and you look past it. Yeah. There's no possible way this guy wasn't constantly staring at his nose. Right? It's had to be like here. There's, there's no way his brain is like, we can just ignore this. It's in like this amount of your view. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like if you formed a fist on your nose. That's, that's 50% of everything he's looking at at all yeah, times. You're just not going to see it. There's, no way his brain is like no 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 we can we can just pretend that's not a predator could never hide here (laughs) do you think he was ever walking around and it started raining and then people would like kind of get under his nose he could do a lot of cocaine (laughs) it looks like a bad pickle (laughs) there's no nobody sat down to like talk i guess he wasn't fucking stupid because there's like no information on this guy everybody's like look at his nose and that's it (laughs) And then they just keep walking and looking at the next circus performer. They're like, I'm not going to try to talk to this guy. You're not going to try to figure out what the fuck happened? Do you think he sounded really nasally? You'd have to hope. 
like perhaps he, it was ill-advised genetic mixing that led to Wadhouse's prodigious nose. That makes sense. If he was dumb, he could have been an incest baby, and then he got an incest yeah. nose. Like you try to talk to him, and he just goes, "Look at that! It's below his I chin." I really want to let you know, and you're like, "I can't talk it's to below this guy." His chin. <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way. It's like the length of his face. <laughs> That's crazy. Is there um human with the lowest eyes? That maybe lowest eyes in uh oh. I want their eyes to be lower than their nose. That's not that's not a thing. No. Smallest eyes. <laughs> I would also be interested in biggest eyes. I feel like these would be the I guess human body. There's a little there's a little uh, Guinness website record showcase. That's oh 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 white his mouth eh hairiest teenager ew also hairiest is how do you yeah that's so subjective I feel like they the counted his hairs youngest female with a full beard heaviest not, not twins. interested they're in matching outfits okay and they're on bikes <laughs> they're gonna have to destroy those bikes they look pretty cool Billy Leon Leon and Billy Lloyd. McCrary. Three, oh, great. And they then, had the same first name? And then it's fucking... That doesn't, oh, no, that doesn't make Billy sense. Billy and Benny, my bad. Okay. That would <laughs> it's like crazy. they have the same first name with different last names? 337 and 328 kilograms. Thanks. 743 pounds and 723 pounds. Who do you think... Do you, Which one do you think was the one that was bragging? The one that's like, ha, loser, I'm heavier than you are. You dummy, you're heavier than me. Probably the one that died from... Heart failure after he fell from his mini bike. <laughs> they both died pre nine eleven, even though Benny died in two thousand one. So the guy fe- had a heart attack or whatever, heart failure. My bad. After falling off his mini bike, did did he have the heart failure and then he fell off, or did he fall off and then he, his heart is like? I was gonna say that one. Okay, so he fell off and then he tried to get up and his heart's like, uh. Uh-uh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably from the shock of. Being bad at biking. <laughs> He's like, I'm this bad at biking. We're done. <laughs> there's no way that's a real picture. If it is, it, it should. There's no way. Web search. It's, uh, there's a LinkedIn. There's no way this is the same. It's just an Indian person. So, of course, there's going to be a billion fucking people with this name. Do you think every Indian person has the same name? It, there's a, it's, like, it's the same thing with, like, Muhammad. Of, like, it, there's about a, every flavor of Indian. There's about five types of Indians. Do you remember whatever the fuck Das, the boy with the biggest head? See what he looks like now. And the picture of him look, is this. That is not real. Yeah, it's real. That dad, there he is. It's like someone took a picture of a baby and then squished it. Yeah. He had a gallon of fluid in his skull. You can't live. Yeah, you'd think. You'd also think that you'd never want to show this to anybody. Is this where they got the idea for cone heads? Mega, it's Mega Mind. Isn't Coneheads based off of someone who actually had a Conehead? Probably. That's messed up. Turns out Dan Aykroyd actually looks like that. <laughs> Coneheads, for everyone unfamiliar, is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's based on the Conehead sketch from Saturday Night Live. Yep. Oh. And all, let me tell you, all movies... That means they can just say it's based on the sketch, but what was the sketch based on? Right. All movies that come from Saturday Night Live have notoriously been great. <laughs> you gonna stand behind that opinion? Uh, yeah, so this episode is sponsored by Saturday Night Live. I just want to throw that out there. 
that my opinions are not my own. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, wait, conceptual origins. Dan Aykroyd said he was inspired to create the Coneheads by marijuana consumption and based the characters to appear on the, whatever, the fucking Eastern Island heads. So the people that looked like the, those things, the Moai, those race of people, that's what they're based on. That's kind of messed up. It's pretty messed up. The concept of having a cone head is not funny. Especially one that you can't fill with ice cream. It's an upside down cone. You got Dairy Queen coned instead. That's no funny. utility. That's funny to have like a Sunday cone just on your head and then it's like constantly getting filled with water when it's raining or something like that. That's funny. Remember eyeball popping? What? That's never, that can't be good. I don't care if there's a world doctor for that. That can't be healthy. Instead of calling them uh, gauges, they're called flesh tunnels. Huh? Like those, the the things people do with their ear. Oh, why is it called a flesh tunnel? Because it's gross. I think there's nothing wrong with a gauge in an ear. I don't have an issue. Some people have an issue with gauges in ears. You should have a fucking issue with it. I don't have an issue with it. It's when it gets really big, and that's when it... The bigger it is, the more disgusting it is. Yeah, but it's disgusting by default. If it's really small, that's okay. No, there's this is a fucking zero tolerance. You think? Yeah. I think as long as you're, you're gonna enable, you're enabling it. I think as long as you're having a fucking standard. No, I think as it. long as you're wearing the gauge. If you're not wearing it and there's just a hole in your ear, I don't like that. Uh. That makes me uncomfortable. But if there's a piece of plastic in there, then it's, I'm a little bit okay with it. I wish people would make them out of cool shit, like just a penny. You just <laughs> random objects in there. That's and not- too big. A penny is too big for a gauge. As long as they have the penny in, I'm okay with it. No, no, no. That's too. It's too big. This guy had four inch, four point three inches for a, it. was like a pop can. That's way too big. Sprite TM. If I can stick my finger in there, that's too big. You'd probably fit your head. <laughs> you, if you can give you can birth, a small head. You can give birth through somebody's gauge. It's too big. I have microcephaly, famously. Or yes, macro. You're fully. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen a picture or a video of me, my head's extremely small, but sometimes the angle makes it look like it's a normal head. You're like somebody wearing a lot of shirts. It yeah. just looks like you have a small head. Maybe that's that's why that guy did that. He said he did it to donate to a children's foundation, but I think he did it because he's ashamed of his fucking large head. So for once, he wanted to feel like his head was small, so he put on 260 shirts. Yeah, exactly. What a weird way to avoid your insecurities is to wear a bunch of shirts. Yeah, I wear a bunch of really small shirts, and it makes my head look bigger. What I want to see is what's the world record for wearing 260 shirts and sitting in a hot car? (laughs) (laughs) Let's start combining world records. Fuck this. Why don't the babies do that? Strongest baby. Strong, b- baby wearing 260 shirts. My baby's wearing 260 shirts. Then nobody would snitch because they can't see the baby. Oh, look, a bundle of shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God there's not a baby in that car. You have a baby with 260 shirts on and they're strapped into a, like a fucking booster seat in the back. <laughs> oh, look, those shirts are buckled in. That's adorable. <laughs> That's funny. Good thing there's not a baby in there. Is the heat on too? That's weird. <laughs> Thank God. Is that car running? You don't want to get. On? You don't want those shirts to get too cold. Are those shirts locked in a car with the heat on <laughs> in the is, summer? <laughs> why is the heat on? <laughs> the heat is blasting full force. How do they have a vent outside? How can I tell? Come, I'm able to tell that the heat's on. Well, you're looking in through the window and you're looking at the <laughs> dial. 
You're like, oh, there's a bundle of shirts. I better check to make sure the heat's why on. Are the, why are those shirts crying? <laughs> they must have something in them. <laughs> like a little a little recorder or something that's why's playing the, back. Why is the heat on? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. In fact, the comedy, co- those, shirts can, those shirts have baby vomit on them. This is going to get bad in the heat. The craziest thing is that the car is running and it's unlocked. That is crazy. I thought you were going to lock the keys in it. I thought that'd be even funnier. So I could go in there and turn the heat off, but I don't want to make these shirts too cold, so I will leave it on. This is none of my business. I shouldn't get involved in this. How come in every what would you do where they lock a baby in a hot car, nobody just sits with the baby until the mom comes back? You don't just join in the misery loves company. Maybe the baby wants a friend. Ever think of that? Maybe yeah, the, it's okay being in the, the car. The baby's crying and you just open the car. Car happens to be unlocked. You open it. You just sit in the car next to the baby and you're like, I'll hang out with you, guy. We can be friends. And, and then he then, stops crying. Yeah. Yeah, and then the baby stops crying. Probably it stopped crying because you sat there and not for any other morbid no, reason. No, I just wanted a friend. <laughs> and John Kinionis is like, what are you doing with my son? <laughs> what made you do this? And then you lock the car. And, you and st- the real game begins. <laughs> you lock the car so they can't get it. Yeah. You start making faces outside the window. What would you do, John? <laughs> Now you're in the scenario. What will? What are you going to do? Actually, you drive my away. show. You drive away. I'm I'm in control now, John. <laughs> you just kidnap the baby. You start smoking and blowing the smoke at the baby. <laughs> oh no! What are you gonna do to stop me, John? Now the baby's getting having a good time in the hot car. <laughs> it's marijuana. <laughs> We're getting blasted in here, John. You gonna try to stop us? Baby's going to resent you forever <laughs> if you try to stop us. The baby's going to resent you forever, which is basically like two more minutes. Clearly the baby stopped crying because it's dazed from the mushrooms I gave it and not for any other reason. It's dazed? It's dazed and confused. Oh no. What are those shirts doing in there? Say something Say something really cool about like uh, nerds or geeks or something so I can call this episode Freaks and Geeks. The Seth Rogen show? Why would you talk about Seth Rogen? Because that's the name of the show. What? That's the only reason I brought it up. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Uh, everyone knows. No. Nobody follows anything Seth Rogen does. He did it like when he was cool. When he was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> Before he figured out what marijuana was. Quick, plug the guy that everybody hates. <laughs> I think it was... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's... No, he was in it. It's from 1999. It's got one season. Oh, yeah, that's relevant. <laughs> Doesn't everyone remember that show? Stockton Rush was alive. It's got uh, James Franco in it and Jason Segel. Jason Segel. Is it Bird? No, I think it's Segel. Because it's, oh. it's it's Jason Segel and What's then the show Steven about? Seagal. Read, read the synopsis. What's about Freaks and Geeks? That growing up circa 1980, uh, uh, that's that's what a period piece looked like in 1999. It's like the same thing, <laughs> basically the same thing. A misfit high school student and his pals are probably. I don't think Seth Rogen is the misfit high school student. I think he's the pal. Okay, 
are probably destined to become new media millionaires. But right now they're stuck in school, where all the girls are a foot taller and bullies terrorize the gym class. Meanwhile, his older sister is flirting with the... Oh my god, okay. Is flirting with the dope-smoking bad boys. Seth Rogen was still into marijuana. Of course it's related to fucking weed. Cutting classes and questioning the point of getting good grades. So the question is... Is uh, Seth Rogen a freak or a geek? He's definitely a freak. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. Busy Phillips is, was in that show. Who? Busy Phillips? I hope all these people are dead. When are we going to just get Busy start- Phillips is 44 years old. Fuck, it's not old enough. <laughs> God. Was, I mean, this is a show about teenagers. So yeah, she was like 20 when this show came out. Uh-uh. We need to start Manson familying a lot more people. Yeah? Oh, yeah, like every day. Busy Phillips was uh, in the famous six-year run of Cougar Town. Yeah. And White Chicks. That's a movie I've heard of. Yeah. Where where they... Uh, white Chicks is... I've never seen it, but I think that's the movie where Terry Crews does white face. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not Terry Crews. No, Terry Crews doesn't do it. Terry Crews is just Terry Crews in that movie. Huh. I think that's the movie where he he auditioned for a part, and then they there's like now and then this part you like a song comes on the radio or or no what it was is uh it was supposed to be this song comes up on the radio and then like they do like a scene or whatever, but instead Terry Crews is like I love this song and he started singing along to it and then they use that take for the movie. Like, he really passionately was singing along to, like, this lady that was on the radio. God. <laughs> They're like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen a man do. <laughs> He's Terry Crews. He's a treasure. And some lady that has been around Seth Rogen was around Terry Crews. He's like Seth Rogen if he was black and didn't smoke weed and really strong and hot and actually cool. <laughs> Not Canadian. <laughs> Is Seth Rogen Canadian? That explains a lot. <laughs> I think. Seth Rogen. You're really testing my Seth Rogen knowledge here. You brought him into this. This is the Seth Rogen Seth episode. Seth Aaron Rogen is a Canadian actor, comedian, Gross. and filmmaker. Originally a stand-up comedian in Vancouver. Think his stand-up's any good? No. I bet it's hilarious. He moved to Los Angeles for a part in Judd Apatow's series Freaks and Geeks in 1999. Uh, <laughs> he moved to the States for that. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, apparently it worked for him. Let's see, there's a 1996 stand-up set. The audio's bad. Okay, good talking, Seth. He's not saying anything! Immediately. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, within, that's his like, joke? 10 seconds of coming out. What? He's a comedian and his joke is, I'm Jewish. That'll get him to laugh. Hello. I'm Seth Rogen and I'm a former Playgirl Centerfold model. Not funny. I don't. I just don't. I don't get it. People ask me, Seth, what is the most difficult thing about being Jewish? And I think yeah, that's what. Thousands of years of persecution and torture done unto 
that he didn't have to deal he's with. Doing the th- the, he's already doing the victim complex thing. Yeah, thousands of years of persecution and nobody torture asked. that I wasn't alive one, for. One, the one thing, nobody asked. Two, nobody cares. You're, you're victim-blaming. not funny. And this is, this is his, like, he's, like, ten during this. <laughs> and he knows, he already knows he's playing to his strengths. Oh yeah, because no one's so, so, so bad. That's like the go-to thing that every race My and ethnicity complains about is their their hardline grandparents. I hated the really loud static. I hope it's in all of these. You know, hearing stuff like that and like he says that and then people laugh makes me think that because notoriously that people would get say more that laughs to, that would get more applause than laughs today, but it would fucking kill because it's the whole victim complex thing, and it wasn't a thing in the fucking nineties. But people always That's why it wasn't say funny. they have like these horror stories of going up to like an open mic, right? And then yeah. you you like say a couple, you come up with a couple jokes beforehand, and you say them, and then you get it's just crickets the entire set, yeah. And then you're embarrassed, and then you leave, right? And, like, that's, oh, the first however many times you do an open mic, that's probably going to happen. Because it's just a different thing. But if that guy can go up there and say that and get laughs, it makes me think that an open mic is actually the easiest thing on the planet. Yeah, they, they don't really... really Maybe nerve-wracking, I could see that. But, like, it seems like people are at an open mic because they want to laugh. So even if something's not funny, they are going to laugh. See, they don't tell you that everybody's just really drunk. That's also part That's of it. Most of it, yeah. So, so yeah. So God bless Seth Rogen and marijuana and what else? What if instead of how come James Franco's all right? He's not bad. Nobody really hates James Franco. Well, except I think he got in like a controversy a couple years ago. But what? No one's celebrities probably hitting a woman or something. Yeah. <laughs> James Franco, all you have to look up is an actor's name and then type controversy after it, and you'll figure it out. God. James Franco is set to return to the big screen four years after facing sexual misconduct allegations. Allegations didn't happen. And if he's coming back, that means he probably got out of it. Yeah, probably. So. Allegedly, James Franco rapes me. There, there's another one. Now I can't do it. Oh, great. That's four more years where he's not Boom. in a movie. Why Still would you do that? It. You just said he was cool. Easy. No one uh, James Franco, I met Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. The damage is done. Oh, no. How come no one ever talks about the third Franco brother? Tom. Tom Franco. Was he in one movie ever? It's funny because I only know of James and Tom. <laughs> you know the other actor? I forgot the other one. <laughs> 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 Tom is the one that's not famous. I know Tom. <laughs> I do that immediately. And I can't for the life of me think of the other one. It's Dave. Oh, yeah, that would have been a while. <laughs> Dave Franco is arguably James, more famous than James, James Franco. James and Tom. Everybody knows James and Tom. <laughs> the Franco twins. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. Okay, so I'm thinking, actually, you know, I was going to make a cool reference with the title of this episode and call it Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Uh, but what if I, what if I make a cool allusion to that show, but instead I go one step more obscure and I call it, uh, Freaks and Greeks. Cause then you have to not only, so we have to talk about Greeks now. Right. <laughs> Cause then you not only have to know Freaks and Geeks, you have to know that I'm doing a play on words on that. I don't really want to talk about Greek people. Where what if talking? I call it Feeks and Greeks? <laughs> 
I just, your feet. I moved the R. Yeah, it doesn't get rid of the fact that we have to talk about Greek people. <laughs> you moving the R does nothing. <laughs> is a feek a thing? What does feek mean? A flutter, a sharp twitch or pull, a curl of hair. <laughs> what? Feek, alternative form of feeg. <laughs> <laughs> of birds, to wipe the bill on material in order to clean or hone it. How are you spelling feek? F-E-A-K. Oh, F-E-E-K. I did. No, it's because it's freak, but without the R. Okay. No, A-K. It seems like it's it's when a bird uh, cleans its beak. We did it. Oh. We still have... Slang for fecal matter. Yeah, it sounds like that. Small, invisible, smelly fecal matter on your hands after a dump. No need to go into more detail about it. Thanks, Urban Dictionary. Okay, there's a Facebook video called Birds Feek to Clean Off and Maintain Their Beak. Birds, I typed in birds feeking the other day and you'll never guess what came up. (laughs) 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 Do you you see that video video of the birds feeking? (laughs) video motherfucker is that bird cleaning off its beak it was nice it was, it was doing a little a little feek that's pretty cool let's look at that bird asmr that's really quiet birds feeking what's your thought on greek yogurt really good do you like it flavored or do you just like it plain plain really because a lot of people if they're gonna eat it plain they dump like granola in it right yeah I don't really enjoy things I eat. So, do you eat Greek? How hard it is to give yourself mercury poisoning? Probably not very hard if you just take a thermometer and stab it into your arm. Yeah, but via fish. I don't think it's possible, which is a dangerous precedent, which is probably the precedent you need to set in order to actually get it. Maybe if you're eating fish that were near, like, Chernobyl or something. No, it's really easy. There's a bunch of seafood that's, like, stupidly high in it. Really? Yeah. Which is, like, why the fuck is it even a thing? That Why is it even a chance that you can get mercury poisoning from it? It's actually crazy that you were thinking about mercury poisoning because we were talking about Greek, Greek yogurt. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you thought about mercury poisoning. Because I thought about other things I eat that I don't enjoy, and tuna is one of them. You don't enjoy tuna? No. It smells terrible. I guess... Probably because you don't... The smell goes away, though. A lot of people who are eating tuna are... Like a sandwich or salad, then I get it. Dumping like an entire carton of mayonnaise on top of it. I have to put like mustard on it. Yeah, eating tuna straight up, I don't think I've ever done. It's pretty rough. It's pretty bad. Are you eating it out of a can or like a chicken of the sea? I'll put it on toast. Are you eating a chicken of the sea or are you eating like an actual like a tuna fish? It's just canned tuna. Okay. So it's like white albacore tuna. Because I'm wondering if there's a difference between like that and fresh tuna, you know? Maybe you'd like fresh tuna better. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like 87% of the calories that come from tuna are protein. Like, it's more protein dense than chicken. Yeah. And it's like, that's well, why it's the chicken of the sea. Apparently. Who's a parent good one? Okay, not only yeah, have you said that we've before. We've made that a billion times. You've said that exact same thing before, and I keep telling you that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a name. No, it's a person, <laughs> a place, or a thing. Yeah, it is a noun. A, a <laughs> Apparently, is a noun. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pronoun. It's a place. Who's my parent, Lee? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my parent is. Uh, <laughs> Who's my parent, Lee? My parent, Lee, sounds like an app you download. Your parent is Lee, so where's any, my parent, Lee? If you don't have real parents, you just download an app. There's you, my dad. 
You, you don't have a dad, so you download like one of those AI PayPal, or PayPal, pen pal, prison mate things where you get a, a pen pal from prison and it concocts what they look like. I think there's a bunch of AI apps that you can like text now, and it's like like it's an actual avatar on screen that'll like respond to you. I hate people. and it's it's like I, we, need, we need to burn very insight very faster. insightful conversation. Oh, I bet I bet it's really good. <laughs> You can talk to the dumbest human, and it's better than fucking any AI. Half the time, I'll say something to Google Voice while I'm driving, and it's way off. And then I'll repeat it, and it doesn't get it again, and I'll say, fuck it. Uh, I just don't get to you look know it what, up. You know what's extremely sad, but would probably uh, make you a decent amount of money as an app if it doesn't exist? Is, like, a fake Tinder, where you, like, swipe people, and then you match with them, and then it's just like an, you're talking to, like, an AI. There are bots on Tinder. Is there? But they're easy to... It's all, like, spam shit for, like, whores and stuff. Okay, but so I'm Not saying... Not, like, companion things. Yeah, all. so I'm saying uh, make that better so it seems like like a normal conversation. And then advertise it as you're not trying to scam people like this is real t- Tinder and you're talking to fake people. Advertise it as a fake Tinder, but you're gonna get matches and you're gonna have conversations. How do I get rid of the thing? You know, you don't have the Google Voice thing. Like, it'll pop up randomly while I'm listening to music, and I fucking hate that. How do I disable that thing? Disable Google Voice? I like the feature, but I like it when I only can hold the button. I don't know. I'm sure it's in the uh, settings somewhere. Hey, Google. See, I don't have it on, though. That's the thing. It's like I never enabled the voice thing, so it shouldn't do anything when I'm listening to music. What's going on? I don't know. The second I got my phone, I turned it off, so I have no knowledge of how it works at all. It's probably some Bixby shit. I'll read the book. Oh, you want to read the book? No, you're better at it. I am. I think for tolerability, yes. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens to tolerability when I read Cold Shoulders on page 460 and 461 and 462. Okay. And 463. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> you don't want to hear the story? I'm gonna piss mid fucking story. That's okay. I'll wait. I know, that's why I said it now. So this um, this story is going to be very long, so hold on to your hats and get ready to come up to a bat. I don't know what that means. Um, Actually, I'll use this opportunity right now just to definitely solidify that we were talking about Greeks in this episode. Just so I can I can have my little twisted fantasy of the name of this. I don't know. So, my favorite uh, Greek person, probably, I don't know any Greek people, but they're pretty cool. They're hairy and smelly and cool. And uh, they they eat a lot of yogurt, and they make aquifers, and they make uh, pillars, pillars of the gods, and they eat a lot of grapes, and they, wait, they wear thorns on their heads, and they're... Uh, they're geeks, honestly, and that's that's really all I know about the Greeks, <laughs> is, is that they're just they're Romans, but they're they're different. They're Romans, but they're not Romans. They're Romans, but they are. <laughs> so that's all I got. I'm gonna read the story now. This is called Cold Shoulders, The Waltz by Dorothy Parker. Oh, you're back just in time to hear the story. 
That's crazy how that timed out. Why, thank you so much. I'd adore to. I don't want to dance with them. I don't want to dance with anybody. And even if I did, it wouldn't be him. Just think, not a quarter of an hour ago, I was feeling so sorry for the poor girl he was dancing with. And now I'm going to be the poor girl. I feel like we were kind of thrown right into the middle of yeah. this. Because I started you're in the walking middle. walking by somebody and people are having a conversation. Yeah, and then you, you kind of get intrigued and you're starting to listen. Here I was, minding my own business, not doing a stitch of harm to any living soul, and then he comes into my life, all smiles and city manners, to sue me for the favor of one memorable, memorable mazurka. <laughs> we gotta do Was a sing- last word? The mazurka? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta do one memorable mazurka. Why what he's... What page is this on? <clears throat> 460, nice. I said that, I believe. Thanks. Why, he scarcely knows my name, let alone what it stands for. <laughs> Who stands for? As a little sloppy, but I'll give it to you. Oh, it's I not couldn't my have done name. It. I couldn't have done it. I know you could have. It stands for... Who oh. stands <laughs> for? It stands for <laughs> despair, bewilderment, futility, degradation, and premeditated murder. What are you reading? But little does he want. <laughs> I told you what I was reading. So I'm reading the waltz. <laughs> well, buckle in, because we're not even close oh. to them. I don't want his name either. I haven't <laughs> any idea what it is. Jukes would be my guess from the look of his eye. I think his name is Jukes. How do you do, Mr. Jukes? She's guessing that his name... Who's, if you're guessing, you would say, I think his name is Muhammad Smith Johnson. And how is that dear little brother of yours with the two heads? That's what you're guessing about him? <laughs> He's got a brother with two heads? Anybody named Jukes? <laughs> I'm dressed up to the nines in my Daisy Jukes. <laughs> What can you say when a man asks you to dance with him? I most certainly will not dance with you. <laughs> Why, thank you. I'd like to awfully, but I'm having labor pains. Oh. No, there was nothing for me to do but say I'd adore to. Can't turn him down if he asks to dance with you. His brother's got two heads. Uh-huh. Why, I think it's more of a waltz, really, isn't it? We might just listen to the music a second, shall we? Oh, yes, it's a waltz. Mind? Why? I'm simply thrilled. I'd love to waltz with you. That's what she ended up saying. This this story is brought to you by Minnesota's <clears throat> state governor, Tim Waltz. I've never even seen him dance. <laughs> this is about him, actually. I'd love Tim Waltz with you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'd love to waltz with you. I'd love to have my tonsils out. I'd love to be in a midnight fire at sea. Well, it's too late now. Oh, oh dear. Oh, this is even worse than I thought it would be. Or Dr. Seuss. I'd love to be in a midnight fire at sea. (laughs) What? This is is Dr. Seuss as a woman. (laughs) I can tell that. I'm so glad I brought it to his attention that this is Tim Waltz they're playing. Heaven knows what might have happened if he had thought it was something fast. We'd have blown the sides right out of the building. Why does he always want to be somewhere that he isn't? It's this constant rush, rush, rush that's the curse of American life. 
That's the reason that we're all of us so... Ow! For God's sake, don't kick, you idiot! This is only second down. Oh, my shin, my poor, poor shin that I've had ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> How long have you had your shins? I don't... About that long since I was a little girl. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, 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 goodness no, it didn't hurt the least little bit. And anyway, it was my fault, really it was, truly. Well, you're just being sweet to say When's that. When's that? It really was all my response. fault. The girl got You break it. your arm and you're like, I've had that arm forever. And then saying, you it's actually bitch. not your fault, it's my fault. I broke my own arm. <sighs> I kicked my own shin. <laughs> it's my fault. I wonder what I'd better do, kill him this instant with my naked hands, or wait and let him drop in his traces. Maybe it's best not to make a scene. I guess I'll just lie low and watch the pace get him. He can't keep this up indefinitely. He's only flesh and blood. Die he must, and die he shall, for what he did to me. I don't want to be the, ov the oversensitive type, but when it comes to kicking, I am outraged womanhood. When you kick me in the shin... Smile. <laughs> what the fuck? Why'd you pick this story? I just is a random Awful. story we've never read the before. Dance. I didn't know. It says the, it says Tim <laughs> Waltz is the title of it. I thought it'd be about politics. <laughs> Maybe he didn't do it maliciously. Maybe it's just yeah. Probably he kicked you because he was <laughs> angry at you. Maybe it's just his way of showing his high spirits. I suppose. Yeah, probably wasn't an accident. <laughs> I suppose I ought to be glad that one of us is having such a good time. After all, the poor boy's doing the best he can. Probably he grew up in the hill country and never had a larnin'. I bet they had to throw him on his back to get shoes on him. And then she says, Yes, it's lovely, isn't it? It's simply lovely. It's the loveliest Tim Waltz, isn't it? Oh, I think it's lovely, too. It's like a nervous tick. <laughs> Why, I'm getting positively drawn to the triple threat here. He's my hero. She's changed her tune. Look at him. Never a thought of the consequences. Never afraid of his face. Hurling himself into every scrimmage. Eyes shining. Cheeks ablaze. And shall it be said that I hung back? No. A thousand times no. What's it to me if I have to spend the next couple of years in a plaster cast? A couple of years? <laughs> a kicked shin? <laughs> Come on, Butch. Right through them. Who wants to live forever? Amen. She thinks she's gonna die. <laughs> I'm so confused. How bad is this person at dancing? <laughs> he kicked her in the shin and with his blade shoe. <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh, he's alright, thank goodness. For a while I thought they'd have to carry him off the field. Oh, I couldn't bear to have anything happen to him. I love him. Look at the spirit he gets into a dreary, commonplace Tim Waltz. How uh, effect the other dancers seem beside him. He is youth and vigor and courage. He is strength and gaiety. And ow! Get off my instep, you hulking peasant! <laughs> what do you think I am anyway? A gangplank? Ow! <laughs> what do you think I am anyway? A gangplank? That's perfect. <laughs> Why are you stepping on me? Do you think I'm a gangplank? <laughs> Anytime somebody steps on your foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. And then she, and then she says this aloud. It's it. I realized that these are in italics, and you can't see that. So I, 
I have to say that she's saying it out loud. No, of course it didn't hurt. Why, it didn't a bit. Honestly. And it was all my fault, you see. That little step of yours? Well, it's perfectly lovely. But it's just a tiny bit tricky to follow at first. Oh, did you work it up yourself? You really did? Well, aren't you amazing? Oh, I think it's lovely. I was watching you do it when you were dancing before. It's awfully effective when you look at it. So she's being nice, but she hates this man. Mm -hmm. But she loves him. Also. Because every time she said she loves him, that was also a thought in her head. It's awfully effective when you look at it. I bet I'm awfully effective when you look at me. Hair hanging along my cheeks, skirt swaddled about me, and the cold damp on my brow. This has turned into an erotic novel. This sort of thing takes a fearful toll of a woman my age, and he worked up his little step himself. He with his degenerate cunning, and it was just a tiny bit tricky at first, but now I think I've got it. Two stumbles, slip, and a 25-yard dash. Yes, I've got it. I've got several other things, too, including a spit shine and a bitter heart. I hate this creature I'm chained to. I hated him the moment I saw his leering, bestial face. And I and here I've been locked in his noxious embrace for the 35 years this waltz has lasted. Is this the orchestra never going to stop? Is this about a married couple? Also, is he a weed? Noxious <laughs> embrace? I don't know. And then she says aloud, Oh, they're going to play another encore. Oh, goody. Oh, that's lovely. Tired? I should say I'm not tired. I'd like to go on with this forever. Oh, I mean, just say what you're thinking, you know? Uh, I should say I'm not tired. I'm dead. That's all I am. Dead and in what a cause. And the music is never going to stop playing. And we're going to on like this, double time Charlie and I, throughout eternity. I suppose I won't care anymore. After the first hundred thousand years, I suppose nothing will matter then. Not heat, nor pain, nor, bro nor broken heart, nor cruel, aching weariness. Well, it can't come too soon for me. I wonder why I didn't tell him I was tired. I could have said, let's just listen to the music. Yes, and it... And if he would, that would be the first bit of attention he has given it all evening. Because he's not listening to it because he's a bad dancer. <laughs> he's double-time Charlie, God. as she called him. Still, if we were back at the table, I'd probably have to talk to him. Look at him. What could you say to a thing like that? Did you go to the circus this year? What's your favorite kind of ice cream? Did you go to the circus <laughs> this year? <laughs> Don't you ever say that to people? Like the elevator? Making small talk with people? <laughs> yeah, it's just open with that to strangers. Did you go to the circus this Did year? Did you go to the circus this year? What's your favorite kind of ice cream? How do you spell cat? <laughs> I guess I'm as well off here, as well off as if I were in a cement mixer in full action. Rude. I'm past all feeling now. The only way I can tell when he steps on me is that I can hear the splintering of bones. And all the events of my life are passing before my eyes. The time I was in a hurricane in the West Indies. The day I got my head cut open in the taxi smash. The summer that the sailboat kept capsizing. Ah, what an easy, peaceful time was mine until I fell in with Swifty here. I didn't know what trouble was before I got drawn into this dance macabre. I think my you mind... You didn't know what trouble was. Exactly. She's saying... That's how bad in, this is. Yeah, in when she got caught in the hurricane, when she got in a car crash, and when the sailboat capsized, 
That's nothing. Nothing. Compared, <laughs> compared to this. To, compared to the dance macabre. God. I think my mind is beginning to wander. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it almost seems to me as if the orchestra were stopping. It couldn't be, of course. It could never, never be. And yet in my ears there's a silence, like the sound of angel voices. Oh, they've stopped, the mean things. They're not going to play anymore. Oh, darn. Oh, do you think they would? Do you really think so if you gave them $50? And that would be lovely. And look, do tell them to play the same thing. I'd simply adore to go on waltzing. That's it. It's a beautiful story. I thought it was pretty entertaining. It got better. Yeah, the longer it went on and the angrier she got. Yeah. That's most women all the time. <laughs> that's what's going on. That's what anxiety. There's a story of anxiety. Yeah, and she's. Uh, it's it's that whole. And it was about our state's president. It's that whole joke I think of when men are like, women expect us to read their minds. She's mm. thinking all this stuff, and then she's saying something else, and then she's getting mad at him for not knowing what she's thinking. Classic men and classic women. So that was called Tim Waltz. By Dorothy, whatever her the last name was. The show must go on. That was a story, disparaging woman, written by a woman. That's how they got around it in the That's how they 70s. got around it. Well, in the 70s, they probably could have said anything about women any at all, and they would have gotten around it. How far we've fallen. <laughs> and that's the end. Of side eight. Of what? It's a, it's a octagon. And that's the end of side eight. <laughs> There was seven sides before this? <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. You have to go back and listen to every episode and figure out which are the first seven <laughs> sides. It w- It's very subtle, but it is in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I don't know why you did that, but we'll stop on that. <laughs> this has been a ZHG production.